United States submarine base at Key West, Florida. A dispatch that quoted President Truman's press secretary, Charles Ross, as saying that President Truman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Ross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy deny that such objects The second you fucking said 10 seconds of silence, it like went in. We're all going to die now. Oh, man. Um, Hey, what's up? Yeah. Hey, what is up, Noelle? First of all, you've been doing such a fucking campaign against me. (laughs) And all I want to say is I've been Googling so many Pinterest quotes about like insecurities are loud, but confidence (laughs) is quiet. And I'm like, yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Uh-huh. I, bet. I bet you're the one who's being loud with your fake ass defense for fucking Jared Leto's Joker. That's the part. This is the thing. And no, no, I said no. it. I said it on the episode of the Nerd Dome is like, I don't think that Ben Affleck is amazing. We're making the same argument. But I think the same Jared Leto is worse. No, I think no, that Ben Batfleck is worse. No, this it's is such a more significant letdown. Like that's you're literally, upset. No, you're upset that your croutons are not the right flavor. I'm upset that the whole salad is bad. And Ben this Affleck is the, is the salad. When you're talking about like the effect it's had on like the DCU, and that's where I'm like, that's how you know Jared Leto's Joker is so bad and powerful that he appeared for like 0.5 seconds and almost single-handedly ruined an entire like genre spin-off from DC. Like absolutely he- not showed up for maybe five seconds in like two movies and it almost completely derailed the so entire DCU. That is the most consequential action no. like that he, his existence alone, one scene, one shot, not even a line of dialogue almost derailed. But he has less skin in the game. He has less skin in the game. That's a, ben, that, that Batman is way. so much more significantly important to the DC universe. I don't care who your favorite is, but you cannot have a Justice League movie without Batman. You cannot have his stupid Batman Superman without Batman. You can have all of those things without Joker. So in the grand yeah, scheme of things... and you had all of those things with Ben Affleck's Batman And it was, fine. He was terrible. Don't no. blame Ben Affleck's Batman I'm gonna because blame Joss ben Affleck. Whedon ruined he fucking did Justice League. He brought League. nothing to the the fucking role he brought nothing to the role batman is important and he had a responsibility to that role and he did not live <laughs> up to that responsibility what was the responsibility we got a to dark bring something to the fucking role we got a dark he brought nothing to the role batman. noel we got this suffering millionaire we got one of the coolest bat no, no, and we batmobiles got, we got suffering fucking ben affleck bumbling his way through the role Which he brought suffering nothing. batman he brought nothing what he is the nothing. story of batman other than a rich millionaire who can't get his shit together who's down and out in love and can't but relate to anybody he, he brought ben affleck to bruce wayne big fucking what is fucking nothing exactly. to batman absolutely exactly not. what he like brought fucking nothing to all batman. of the best batmans have done is brought a little bit of themselves in it why why is val kilmer one of the best batmans because he exploits that billionaire playboy bullshit but ben affleck did fucking none of that ben affleck played out his miserable role in the few scenes that were actual bruce wayne in there but he brought nothing to it he brought nothing fucking to he it. He absolutely did. And no, he did. I'm not even saying it was a great portrayal of Batman, but I'm saying he did bring something. And what he brought was a million times better. Different fucking galaxies no, better no. than what but Jared Leto did Jared for Jared Leto absolutely has no importance and no significance in either movie. You could have cut him out and it wouldn't have fucking mattered. And you cannot. The ben Affleck had more responsibility to do a better job. And that's the problem that I'm saying here is that Jared Leto is so insignificant as Joker and played such minor roles with little to no screen time little to no fucking lines in the movie and he still almost completely derailed the franchise no he did not completely almost derail the fucking fucking performance absolutely he did and that's why i also wanted to bring this into a numbers game so i asked um online how they felt because i really is it's like who's who's the worst of two evils and it's like I just want to say it's right now, 73% of people say. Not 73% of people. 73% of people on your friends list 
on your fucking Instagram. Yeah, which is 11,000 people from all over the world. All walks of life. Uh, 73% of them said Jared Leto's Joker and 27 said Batfleck. If we made, if we took the exact argument that we made on Nerd Dome and then presented the case based on the argument, I know I would win. I fear nothing. You should fear everything. I fear nothing. Well, it's like you put a, all you have to do is just put a picture of them together. Like who did worse for who? And then on the, um, on the Go to Hell podcast private Facebook group, again, Jared Leto's Joker leading by 11 points as the more insufferable. Let's just, you know, let's just make our arguments. There then, was and also then let's a present um, the evidence. Bruce Clooney edition. That one came in and it immediately won my heart in the, oh. <laughs> final, to the final mile, honestly. But, uh, yeah. So, anyway. Um, that's basically that. Uh, hey, blah, 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 blah. hey, what's up? My name is Noel, and I think that Jared Leto's Joker is more insufferable and did more harm to the DCU than Batfleck. And I'm Chelsea, and I know that the significance of Batman is so much greater in the DC universe than Joker's is. So you have to bring more to that role. So if you bring absolutely fucking nothing to it, then it means you have failed on a grander scale than a shitty little cameo that was only in one movie for two seconds. And how much damage did it do? You know, because that's what people we're talking have, about here. Because people want to identify with how fun a villain is. That's why so many people love Joker because he's fucking cool. And I'll make an argument that Joker is the greatest villain. But Jared Leto had less skin in the game and still at least tried to bring something to the role. He, he failed miserably. He didn't try. No, he tried when he was mailing like dead animal heads to people, which just was because he's do. a psycho who literally is running a cult right now doesn't mean that we should give him credit for method acting. Well, we shouldn't give then we shouldn't give uh fucking Batfleck any credit for being a miserable asshole on and off screen he brought literally nothing to the role he brought being you a sad misunderstood millionaire to the role they're both terrible he also brought if like we want to play like he also brought being a bad detective which ultimately is what batman is um, no 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 batman is the best detective are you serious tower of babel bam that graphic novel he had a dossier on every single fucking person in the justice league and how to bring them down and they were all successful when those plans got into the wrong hands I digress. You digress. Um, speaking of things that... <laughs> speaking of bad detectives. Speaking of actually great segue. Speaking of bad detectives, um, this is another listener requested episode. Um, I don't remember who. Maybe Chelsea does somewhere. Look She'll look it up. I don't remember anything. Um, neither do I. And I'm actually upset that I don't know about this case. It was really interesting to learn about um, and really confusing. It's it's a millionaire murder. So I think anytime we talk about or you talk about or you hear about um, rich people and death and murder and suspicion, yeah, it gets on, fucking to, messy. I have to scroll through all the bullshit you've been tagging me in lately. What are you even talking about? You have tagged me in so many stories. You have made gifts of me. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, being- I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I just, like, you keep tagging me as I have to like, yeah. scroll through all of my fucking, tags. Um, I got a uh, gif of Kurt Angle like <laughs> running, so jumping, and slamming. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even mad. I was so like Put excited. Put Chelsea on that. Um, so- well, it was like, because it wasn't even about the Joker uh, <laughs> shit. It was about you saying like, fuck DC. And I was like, we literally just watched oh, Zan, yeah, 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 yeah. and we're like, this is the best movie DC has ever done and then you had the audacity to go online and be a class traitor <laughs> yeah, I, did. I forgot my place I forgot my place um, well because we watched Shazam and it was fucking delightful yeah. best DC movie honestly I really feel but, like anyone listening right now if you haven't seen Shazam because like I'm a piece of shit Chelsea's a piece of shit it took us years to fucking finally watch yeah. it and I'm like I want to like self-flatulate I want to like get a thing like a whip with nails in it and hit my back because that shit was so good but in my in my defense uh, Bleeding Cool the insider knowledge that I get from that um that I'm not always allowed to leak. Like it sounded like there were people who are actually raising money, mm-hmm. like a bunch of rich frat boys to buy out certain titles, mm-hmm. which I could not share, but I could share the article. Um, so I don't know what's happening with that, but I thought it was dying. I, d- I need to learn my place. Yeah. So I will thank you Stay in your for the gift that you made. <laughs> um, if you could send me that video, I tried to save it from Instagram, but yeah. I'm a, I'm an old 
yeah, crusty bitch, it. and it, my phone made it all blurry. Um, but you've been nonstop just attacking me. And yeah, I can't believe it. I literally really can't believe it. Um, so this, uh, so the Rebecca Zehau or the Coronado Mansion suicide was suggested by punk underscore is underscore dad underscore SDCA. What do you think SDCA stands for? SDCA. Like Suck San- dick constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say San Diego, California. Oh, it was an A at the end. I said sucking dick constantly. Yeah. S-D-C-U is A. Sucking dick all the time. Always. Sucking dick always. What about... Sucking dick always. What about scrambling duck Cadbury associates that mine was bad maybe it is sucking dick constantly always is that what you said um, thank you sir thank you punk is dad um, for the uh recommendation this one we've been this one was a big one it was a big one and i honestly think um the biggest part about it is playing the name game yeah like, it's literally like um fucking clue it's like it's like clue yeah or it's like the name game or the name game. <laughs> yeah true because like there's two twin sisters in this and it feels like an adam's family I, skit. yeah i cut out so many people i w- i kept it and also it was really weird for me because rebecca is my sister's name mm-hmm. so to write rebecca dead rebecca dead rebecca dead i halfway switched through zayhow mm. so i was like all right it's now zayhow because yeah. it was fucking with my brain yeah. um lots of shit also how how salty would you be if your name was Rebecca? Sorry, Becca. I know she's going to listen to this. And your sister's name was Zena. Yeah. I would be salty forever. Yeah, I'd be like, damn, you really thought she was going to be cooler than me, yeah. huh? So I get to be like Rebecca and she gets to be the fucking warrior princess. Yeah, it's I bet it's the same way that my sister feels that she got to be Becca and I get to be adorable Chelsea. I feel like Chelsea and Rebecca are, are about the same energy. White girl, like same yeah, white girl names. Same yeah. white girl names. So like, you know. And then my nice other try. sister's name was Jessica. So you got Jessica, Rebecca, and Chelsea. Literally. Wham, bam. You guys. Yeah. Mean girls. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. Um, okay. So as I mentioned before, um, this is a rich people murder. So it's going to get messy. Um, let's talk about uh july 2012 let's how about we just do real quick background okay I have go, sentences of background oh my god go into background Mere sentences go so rebecca was born march 15th 1959 in Phlam, burma also known as myanmar the same place that's like burning online right now she was of chin ethnicity and bounced around the world living in nepal and germany before finally settling in the united states about 10 years before her death um she was married in 2002 but it was not a happy marriage she cheated on that guy um with jonah shacknai who is going to play a very heavy part in this story Mm -hmm. he was the ceo of um, medicis pharmaceutical so that's how rich he is he has you know that um he's a billionaire yeah he has that money of scamming people out of their uh their fucking medicine that they need yeah and he also was a part of what was it it was something about like he sold like fillers like facial fillers and shit yeah so not only was he like in the pharmaceutical corporation game where he actually served as chief aide to the u.s house of representatives committee for health policy he also on top of that besides scamming old people out of medicine and stuff selling fillers to sad girls like like you and I. Exactly. And if you look at him, um, you could tell because he has that lion cat-like face that happens mm-hmm. when people get too much plastic surgery. Yeah. And he plays a significant role in this because not only is he uh, Rebecca's uh, partner, but he is the father of six-year-old Mac Shacknai, who pl- is going to play a huge role in this case. He does have two older children with his first wife. They're not really that big of a part of the story completely we don't need any more names so let's just keep them Um, there's also max's mom who's kind of there during some of this dina and his brother adam jonah's brother adam so we have jonah max's dad max little boy adam jonah's brother dina jonah's ex-wife and then rebecca the girlfriend and then rebecca's sister Zena, and then dina's twin sister nina So we got Nina, Dina, and Zena. Nina, Dina, Zena. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. Okay. So we are in Coronado, California. Yes. At the Spreckles Mansion. 
mm-hmm. which is a I think it was something like 10 bedrooms, 11 bathrooms. Yeah, real hole in the wall. Yeah, you know, a dump. And that's just the main house, the main mansion. There was also a guest house which mm-hmm. was ginormous and like a like a helper's quarters. Yeah, for the plebs, like for, yeah, <laughs> where we would hang out. Yeah, it for the minimum wagers. Yeah, literally the minimum. The minimum wagers who um were administering daily Botox injections. Indeed. Um, and this was right on the coast. Beautiful fucking, beautiful fucking place. And it was a summer estate, so this wasn't even good enough for him to live in full. Yeah, no, this was this was a second home. So we're there, and. In the house at this time, specifically on this day that we're about to talk about, it's Rebecca, the girlfriend, Mm -hmm. Max, the six-year-old, her boyfriend's son, Mm -hmm. and Rebecca's little sister, Zena, who's 13 at the time. Mm -hmm. And the date is July 11th. Um, Jonah was at work, just like... Well, he was at a workout. Yeah, he was he was not home. He was not home. He was not home. He was working, working out. Who fucking knows? So, Max, six-year-old, was apparently getting too radical on his Razor scooter and had fallen from the staircase of the mansion, the second floor. And this apparently happens around sometime at 10 a.m. Maybe. In theory. Potentially. No one saw Max fall, and they don't know how he could have gone over. All we know for sure is that Max was found on the first floor with facial fractures and a spinal injury. The scooter was across his leg, and the chandelier had broken. Not on him, but it fell near him. Noted at the scene were also toys like a soccer ball askew on the first floor. Mm-hmm. And so at 10, 10 a.m., Zena calls 911 mm-hmm. while Rebecca attempts CPR. Allegedly. Allegedly. At 10, 12, the police come. At 10, 24, Rebecca, the girlfriend, calls Jonah, the dad, and tells him that Max, the son, fell. Dad comes home immediately, just as they're putting Max in the ambulance. Um, at 10, 36 a.m., the ambulance arrives at the emergency department but then they immediately transfer him to a pediatric intensive care unit. So real quick, 10 a.m., 10, 10, 10, 12, 10, 24, 10, 36. Yeah. Rebecca and her sister, Zena, said that they hadn't seen him fall. Rebecca said she was in the bathroom and her sister was getting ready to take a shower because, again, 11 bathrooms. So, like, that's, yeah. that's plausible. And Rebecca said she heard a loud noise, ran out her bathroom, like, into the hallway and saw Max, told her sister to call 911. When she found Max, she said that he was conscious and saying ocean, 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 which is their dog's name. Mm -hmm. So I guess you could say here she was trying to say maybe he's trying to tell us that the dog somehow caused him to go over the edge. Um, Yeah, because a six-year-old does excited utterances like an adult would. Exactly. And um, first responders would later report that they heard Rebecca saying, Dina, Max's mom, is going to kill me. First responders also said... First responders also said, Mm -hmm. Jesus, I'm having a stroke. Um, Max wasn't responsive when they arrived. He wasn't even breathing. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. Not sure how he was talking to her. Also, um, some investigators commenting on the case would say the spinal injury that um, Max had would, it would, he wouldn't be able to talk. Just like point blank. Even if he was conscious, he wouldn't be able to talk. Right. So, what they think happened, they think he fell over the railing, attempted to grab the chandelier on the way down, mm-hmm. and then crashed, and like fell over the railing by trying to do some sort of scooter trick, maybe? I mean, maybe it's a, maybe, tripping over his dog, maybe, maybe tripping over the soccer ball. Maybe. Like, we kind of don't really know what happened here yeah and there's also like a second theory that when he grabbed the chandelier it kind of threw off his center of gravity so it was like a one of those rich people staircases where it kind of like swirls to the side Mm -hmm. so like he could have also hit another part of the banister on the way down but it's all basically the same like he went over the railing 
and then landed. Yeah, and then kerplunk. Yes. Um, and that's kind of what everyone thought. That was that was it. And um, his mom, Dina, actually hired a private investigator um, to look over the incident. And the private investigator came back and was like, there's no way that that's physically possible. Like, his center of gravity wouldn't allow him to just go over like that. Yeah. The rug was too thick. For him to like be going fast enough to crash and fly over on his fucking scooter. There mm-hmm. were no cuts on his hands to show like or claim that he had grabbed onto the chandelier or anything like that. Um, and they were just plain saying like foul play. There's no way he could have gone over the rail by himself. Yeah. And there was also a forensic pathologist that the mom got a hold of after all of this um, named Dr. Judy Melanick. And she was going over some of the reports from the medical examiner. And the medical examiner that came was real sus too. Um, and she was like, it just doesn't make sense that the way that he died and that medical examiner, like pretty much took a while to get there in both cases. Um, but she was saying that it was more accurate to certify that the manner of death was a homicide because it had to have happened at the hands of another. Like you said, like the six year old boy isn't going flying over the top. And she also suggested that it was highly likely that he was assaulted before he fell from the balcony because there were injuries to him that were not consistent with what would have happened with a fall. Yeah. And um, it's also just to add another layer of confusion. um, There was white paint and dents on the scooter, which matched the railing of the staircase. Mm hmm. So, like, what the fuck does any of this mean? Great question. It was hard to figure out because uh, another murder happens or death that takes a little bit more precedent than this. And uh, so we kind of still to this day don't really know what the fuck happened with Max. Yeah. And it was I mean, it's all like super fucking sad, um, you know, because down he went and what? Uh, but even um, and then some weird things happened around Max's death, too. Like right after Max goes over and apparently the CPR attempts and calling Jonah happens, Rebecca also apparently called the kennel where they had gotten Max's puppy. And they're like, you need to come pick up this puppy ocean because my son's had an injury and can't take care of him anymore. You would think that wouldn't be precedent, especially when you have help and you have like literal servants, right? Mm -hmm. You can get the dog taken care of. So Rebecca arranges allegedly for someone to come pick up this dog, which the dog is picked up the next day at eight in the morning. Um, Also, Rebecca's sister, Zena gets has to go to the hospital that day too because she needs to get stitches from trying to clean up the broken glass allegedly Mm -hmm. um and to be able to clean up a scene where a death happened does not happen right away like um i know i've mentioned it before but when my mom died they took everything Mm -hmm. because they were like people don't just drop dead we're taking everything and they even interviewed neighbors None of this stuff happened on this little boy's extremely strange Suspicious death. Suspicious Yes. Yeah. Nobody was isolated. Nobody was really questioned. Um, yeah. And then the crime scene, I'm going to call it a crime scene, was immediately allowed to be cleaned up. Yeah, which is a, is a big red flag. I mean, to be fair. To be he, fair. He wasn't dead. He was just in critical fucking condition. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that could have played anything in it, but no matter what, anytime some sort of accident happens, I mean, you could even look at this in the in if it was like a car accident. Like, mm-hmm. evidence still has to be collected crime yeah. scene photos still have to be taken things have to be looked at and that did not happen no and Which the fact that Zena and rebecca were well Zena was allowed to have her hands on the scene of whatever happened um enough to apparently need stitches that's how close she was to everything yeah. after max is taken to the hospital and everything like that um and so pretty much like Max's mom flies in to be with him. His siblings fly in. Yeah. So this is this is the uh, the whole thing. Um, police and their investigator investigators say it's an accident. Uh, Max was rushed to the hospital in crit- critical condition, followed by his parents, Dina and Jonah. Dina actually lived only a couple blocks away. Um, the the first wife, ex-wife slash mother. Mm-hmm. Um, Dina called in her twin sister, Nina. Rebecca, the girlfriend, picked her up from the airport that same day. And then the next day, Rebecca picked up Jonah's younger brother, Adam, Mm -hmm. to bring the family in while they deal with this kind of horrific trials and tribulations. Yes. 
And this all happens on July 11th. July 11th slash um, early in the morning of July 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, just a side note here, Nina, the twin sister, would later claim that Rebecca was acting really strange about what happened and wasn't forthcoming about the incident. And keep in mind, like, Rebecca was picking these guys up from the airport. So they were like spending some quality time with each other before going to the hospital and stuff. And she just was really, um, she was acting normal, but aloof when questioned about what happened to Max. Right. Which is a little crazy. Like it's, it is a little weird when tragedy happens. People tend to want to give more details. Exactly. It's like a trauma response. Yeah. It's like an actual psychological response. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. I'm still a little bit sus about what happened with Max. Yeah. I kind of feel like there was something. I know. And a six-year-old, like, I always want to think of all children as either babies or teenagers. Mm-hmm. But a six-year-old is remarkably capable. Yeah. And I don't see him going off with enough. Also, like, the trajectory of that doesn't make sense for him to go over an edge with enough force to also simultaneously travel out in a horizontal manner mm-hmm. fast enough to not lose any of that height to be able to grab the chandelier yeah and then go down but also be going fast enough that he's gonna spin his whole body mm-hmm. to hit the staircase on the way down and then keep spinning to land on his face yeah the physics doesn't add up to me yeah, the i physics, know that because the i took don't... One, i took one physics class in high school so yeah. now i'm an expert i looked at a picture of the crime scene it doesn't seem to check out like i'm not even being dramatic like it it's a mansion but that second floor is not that high up no and they have like little diagrams where they show how max could have fallen and anyone with a brain can be like, I don't see how that could happen. Like human bodies don't just ping pong mm-hmm. around without some force behind yeah. it. And the amount of force, I don't see a six-year-old generating on a scooter yeah. by themselves. Yeah, I completely agree with that. So, but who fucking knows, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm not an expert I'm other not, than the one physics class I'm I took. I'm not a doctor, but. Well, I also went to physics camp once. So I should give myself a little more credit. You know what? I agree with you. You're the I am the resident expert. scientist. Yes. Um, Max was on life support, but at this time seemed stable and almost um, in conditions improving. And this was July 12th. So literally just like the next day, morning, mm-hmm. evening. Um, the family went back to the house to have dinner on the evening of July 12th. So Jonah, Adam, and Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... Jonah, the dad, went back to the hospital to stay the night with his son. And there were uh, there's like weird accounts about July 12th. Um, some people are like, it sounded like there were a lot of people over there. It sounded like there was a party. It was definitely noisy over there, but no official accounts. There yeah. is some, um, un- there are some anonymous sources that claim at around 11.30 p.m. that they heard someone screaming for help. In or around the mansion mm-hmm. on July 12th. Yeah. Yeah. I think even a neighbor like came forward and was talking about hearing some screaming and mm-hmm. then it was kind of immediately dismissed. And it's like, bro, someone like fucking died. I think we yes. should listen to them. Um, but yeah. So Rebecca, at this point, it's like the evening night of July 12th. Rebecca and Adam are the only ones at the mansion at this time. Adam mm-hmm. stayed in the guest house, Rebecca in the main house. Adam says that he fell asleep on the night of the 12th around 8 p.m. by the with the help of some Ambien. And the next day around well, after he falls asleep at around midnight-ish, source this is when Jonah claims he called Rebecca and told her that Max was gonna die via voicemail. This voicemail is not accounted for because apparently Rebecca listened to it and deleted it. Yeah, so I thought I... Somewhere I fucking... Yeah, here we go. Phone records show Rebecca was texting and talking to her older sister at around 9.50 p.m. She had an older sister named Mary. Um, And Mary said that when she was talking to Rebecca on the phone, she seemed herself. Mm -hmm. An hour later, Nina texted Rebecca, so the twin sister saying she wanted to stop by so they could talk more about how exactly Max fell. Um, Rebecca never responded to this text. Two hours later, she listened to a voicemail and then deleted it. 
the voicemail was from Jonah telling her that Max's condition was getting worse. And yeah. And this is allegedly because uh, fun fact, the police never really looked into it. They just took this at face value that there was a voicemail and that it was deleted. Which love that. I, I'm just going to reiterate that my mother who died of natural causes, they went through her cell phone with a, f- a fine tooth comb. Yeah. And she was not murdered. Love that. Uh, and then they didn't even give us the cell phone back until after, I believe, after she had been buried and her funeral. Ha- well, not buried, but cremated. And then her funeral happened. Yeah. With an obvious non-murder. Yeah. This is what happens in in Utah. I mean, here at Coronado, they're too rich. It's like they just don't even, they're like, people don't die. Yeah. We live forever. Um, So 6 a.m. the next day, Adam calls 911 in one of what I would say the weirdest, coldest calls to report finding a dead body and not just a dead body, but someone, you know, in in kind of horrific circumstances. Um, And I want to I want to give you guys all the treat and nightmare of having to fucking listen to it. Yeah, uh, I, I got a girl hung herself in the guest house of, uh, it's on Ocean Boulevard across from the hotel, same place that you came and got the kid yesterday. Okay, so what is the address? I'm not sure, uh, 19, I mean, the back house is 1928 something. Uh, I'm not sure. Let me call you back. Okay, sir. Is she yeah. still alive? I don't know. Okay. So there you go. That's that was it. That was it. He calls and he kind of sounds like he's. I would call that like out of breath, maybe. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Uh, hey, here to just report a body. We got a girl hanging." What? <laughs> yeah, that's like almost like two third party observer. It's not a girl hanging. It's your brother's partner of some time Mm -hmm. naked and tied up hanging yeah that's that's the kicker you guys um not only was rebecca found hanging off of the second story balcony of the guest room she was bound at her ankles and wrists in what i would consider very like thick detailed constraining knot ties yeah like wrapped and wrapped and wrapped Mm -hmm. and wrapped and then knotted and adam says that he when he saw her naked there that he put a table underneath her and climbed on top of it to cut her down um and when 911 instructed him he says to perform cpr uh but he says that a shirt was covering her mouth almost gag like Mm -hmm. um and then at th- then he texts his brother and says, like, Rebecca killed herself. And then, you know, Jonah calls uh, his ex-wife, Max's mom, and says Rebecca's killed herself. And this all happens very fast. That 911 call comes in sometime after 6.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then um, the text from Jonah goes to Dina at about 7 a.m. Um, at s- the police respond... Right at 6.54 a.m. And there's already rigor mortis in her jaw. And the medical examiner is called at 8.09 a.m. And doesn't even show up until 7.15 p.m., which is about 13 hours later. Yeah. So there's a lot going on with um, Rebecca and how she was found in the condition of her body. So people are in and out of the mansion at this time. I also want to say. Yeah. um, There there was also a news helicopter doing circles of the fucking mansion. And by the way, I don't know if we mentioned this yet. So she's naked. She's bound at her ankles and wrists, gagged and hanging from the balcony. Um, Adam said that he cut her down. Um, and when police arrived, she was laying in the grass of the courtyard. Like he had set her there. And there's pictures of this. Yeah. Of her naked. fucking news helicopter doing circles around the mansion. And you could just see her body laying there. She hadn't been covered or anything. No. And her family, the family lawyer or like one of um, Jonah's lawyers is allowed to pop into the mansion and just be walking around doing God knows what there. Yeah. He won't say who he's representing, um, but he's there doing something. Mm-hmm. And um, fucking when you also, I dare say, like when you find somebody naked who has killed themselves, like human instinct is to cover that person up, right? Yeah. She's not covered no. up. 
She's and just left on the grass. She is not placed in a position where you can do CPR. She's almost in the fetal position, the way that she's placed on the grass. Yeah, almost well, as if he had, like, thrown her to the side. Yeah, that's not a way... You don't move... Like, 911 isn't going to instruct you, first of all, to move somebody. Mm-hmm. They're going to tell you, like, get her down, do CPR. There's no evidence that that has happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... It is rough. Even like from the the crime scene, I would consider it a crime scene. The crime yeah. scene pictures I saw of her body just laying there in the middle of the grass, like the um, restraint that was around her neck is just trailing behind her. Again, she's in the fetal position. You can see her hands bound and her feet bound mm-hmm. like as if she was a kidnap victim. Yes. That's what it looks like. And- it does not look like someone who killed themselves it looks like someone who is like tortured right and there's also some tape residue around her legs like you know when you get tape on you and then you peel it off and you Mm -hmm. get that weird grayish bullshit yeah that's covering her legs also no explanation for that there's a there's a lot of things that don't have explanation Um, um and medical examiners determined that her death was a suicide by hanging estimated at around 3 a.m yep so that's fun obviously it was a suicide obviously and they ruled this um so rebecca this happens on july uh 13th or 15th anyway and then they rule after like quote unquote investigation in september that it was a suicide also another um kind of fun little red herring on the back of the door of the bedroom so she was the balcony that she was off of was the guest room balcony on the back of the guest room door written in black paint was the message she saved him can you save her black paint was found on rebecca's fingers and in random splotches across her body and then another thing around the house was there was evidence that like rebecca had been on her period Mm -hmm. and there was period blood around the house um as if she had just been living her life Without taking care of it. And I feel like 90, anyone listening, any uh, any uh, person on here who still gets uh, their menstrual cycle, who's listening right now, you don't do that. You may like free bleed in the shower a little bit. Yeah. But you, nobody free, free bleeds walking around their house after they've taken a shower. Yeah. Also, like the idea of just like... Her- Going out with nothing around, free bleeding enough that it's hitting the ground. Yeah. Like, that's wild. That is wild. That's not, I don't, no one does that. No one does that. If you do that, let us know, but you don't exist. Right. Because no one does that. Because even if, like, you're a quote unquote free bleeder, as in, like, you don't use feminine care products, you're probably still, like, wearing thick leggings that are, like, made for it or something like that. You know what I mean? You're not allowing blood to fall on the floor all over the house exactly and um very weird so her autopsy did show that there was head trauma on the back of her head Mm -hmm. which her family was like yeah because someone was bashing her on the back of the head and torturing her before she died but san diego medical examiner jonathan lucas dismissed all of it he was like no what happened was she went over the balcony in a non-vertical position and probably struck her head on the way down. How does that happen when you're committing suicide? You're not going, you're not launching yourself horizontal over yeah. the balcony when yeah. you're going to hang yourself. Yeah. And you're also, not doing it in such a way that you're going to bonk the back of your head that Also, way. can we say, like, maybe in his imaginary world, you can throw yourself off horizontally? Definitely not, though, if you've got your ankles and wrists bound. Yeah, you're going over that shit vertical. Yeah, it is fucking and wacky wheels. When And then how far down she was and the weight she was, her neck was not broken in such a way that what w- as to what would have happened when you're hanging yourself. Like, if you're going on a very small drop, um, your neck probably won't break. But she had gone down hard enough Mm -hmm. to apparently bash her head four separate times on the banister Mm -hmm. and also to have only the bones in her neck broken that would be broken um say if you were strangled by Mm -hmm. hand yeah which is a different way of dying than if you were hanging but she didn't have her bones broken from hanging she had her bones broken from what looked to be strangulation yeah also the rope that was tied around her neck was tied to her small metal bed frame poles 
Um, and the second metal- medical examiner, because this first one dismissed everything and didn't look into anything. Well, s- the medical examiner was backed up from another medical examiner who just happened to be from Casey Anthony's murder trial. So, uh, you know, put that in your bowl of cereal and drink it. Spin that around. Yeah. Um, the second medical examiner who was brought on by Rebecca's family um, said that if she was to have thrown herself over, this bed frame would have been moved feet Mm-hmm. forward from the force yeah it was only moved a few inches as if someone had accidentally bumped it and also if you had thrown yourself over a railing that this is a quote from dr murray godwin the the legitimate one that the family hired mm-hmm. said that quote chances of bumping into the railing going over the balcony and hitting your head four times is highly unlikely yeah no shit because yeah. she was found hanging completely below the railing so even if her body had momentum to be swinging she would be hitting air. Yeah. Because it was one of those rich people houses where there was nothing under the balcony, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's just free swinging. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in both cases for her and Max, it's like they're just like unexplained bouncy ball human condition. Like what? Where? What are you talking about? And the family also hired another person to take a look at the autopsy who was a pathologist named Dr. Cecil Waite. And he was saying, he was the one who was saying that the bones in her neck were more consistent with strangulation and not hanging. Mm -hmm. But he was saying that her death, he would have ruled her death to be a homicide straight from the jump because there was evidence that she was sexually assaulted with a fucking knife before she died. Yes, sir. There was um, Rebecca's blood was found on the uh, steak knife's handle that was found in the guest house that Adam was staying in. And there were no cuts on Rebecca to say that she had been like cut with this steak knife, but that, as we mentioned before, she was menstruating and mm-hmm. this steak knife was used to sexually assault her. Yeah, which they know because there was menstrual blood on mm-hmm. the knife. Exactly. Um, another thing that the second medical examiner wanted to bring up was that um, the pooling of blood was um as and I'll, I'll give you my personal opinion as someone who actually got to read the autopsy report of their um deceased spouse who mm-hmm. uh, died by slewer slide um and hanging mm-hmm. um the blood likes to pool in your feet yeah um, cause gravity because ex- you know this thing called gravity um the blood was pooling in her back Oh, what? Interesting. That is interesting. interesting. It's almost as if she'd been strangled on her back and then thrown over the balcony. One might say. Interesting. One might say. Also, um, the second group, which I should say, it was for the case for Rebecca was closed in seven weeks, which yeah. was uh, just essentially boop, boop, bye. Um, four months later, Rebecca's family, with the help of a high profile attorney, exhumed her body and ordered this second autopsy. In this, they also found that there was another shoe print on the balcony where she went over. You know how suicides can <laughs> have a second shoe prints and stuff. Yeah. You know, and she wasn't wearing shoes, you know, because she was found fucking naked. Yeah. And I looked this up like naked suicides. Real rare. They generally happen when somebody wants to cause grief for the whoever finds them yeah it's more of a vindictive type of suicide yeah with that tends to happen um like 95 percent of them yeah and it's a very rare way to die yeah most consistently when people die of naked suicides um let's look at a high profile one that is clearly a suicide that nobody questions ever uh marilyn monroe died naked and there's nothing sus about that death at all nothing sus no so um and most women don't want to be found naked because we are ten- tend to be a little bit more vulnerable in our nudity. Mm-hmm. Um, which also, was you not- know what is weirdly inconsistent with um, suicide by hanging? <laughs> suicide in general. Binding your own ankles and wrists. Well, yeah. Also, the way let's see, let's talk about how the San Diego Police Department dismissed this. Um, so immediately after Rebecca died, Jonah Max's dad hires a PR Hold firm. On. Cora. Cora. She's asleep. She's asleep and she's like dreaming. It's so loud. <laughs> she's so cute. She's wearing the cutest little fox coat. Um, so immediately after Rebecca dies, Jonah, the boyfriend, Max's dad, hires a PR firm. And the PR firm puts heavy pressure on San Diego Police Department to talk about why Rebecca would have been bound. So instead of talking about, you know, evidence and them dismissing things, 
they stage the weirdest fucking PR move where they have one of their female police um, police to, like officers kind of shittily tie up her own hands and feet and then get her hands behind her back to yeah. show that Rebecca could have killed herself this it way. It was the weirdest PR yeah. move. And like the funny thing is the news, the local news was like, hi this is really fucking weird and so then their response to combat the clearly public outcry Mm -hmm. as the fucking three o'clock news was showing a naked woman's bound gagged and hung body in a courtyard yeah was to be like, look at look at this. It was like film on like a Motorola razor. Like, look at this video of yeah. a woman tying herself up. It's completely plausible. Like, it no, was it's so normal. fucking weird. And then her Rebecca's family was also like that. They're like, well, she left a suicide note, and they're like, that was a suicide note. That weird paint she saved him. Can you save her? They're like, why would she write it in the third person? Um, what does this mean? So they had a handwriting analysis done on it, and. Oh, wait, except they couldn't fucking do that in person Mm -hmm. uh, because the police painted over the door. Yep. Instead of like actually collecting evidence and handwriting and um, the handwriting of stuff is really important. You can't just look at a picture of it because when we all write shit, the way our hand pauses will leave like dips or the paint would have pulled up. Mm -hmm. You have to analyze that stuff in person. So they never did anything like that. And the Mm -hmm. family's like, well, we're just looking at it and it's not her handwriting. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. That's her suicide note. Um, Also, little, little interesting fun fact. um, The placement of the note on the door too high for rebecca to have reached weird it's almost as if a tall man did it yeah some might say some some might fucking say so and all of this the police are like no it's a suicide they're like fuck you it's a suicide anytime somebody would bring up something that was like she literally couldn't have done this the police were like no it's a suicide and good on rebecca's family because they went fucking ham in the media yeah um they went on such a media blitz where they were like yeah we'll talk to literally anyone about this they even went on dr phil and they brought in a guy who brought up so much strange evidence like the way that her hands appeared on this knife that she allegedly used to sexually assault herself with were not in a way that you would hold it like they were almost like a pinch pattern and then the way that the detective was was like if you're holding a knife to say cut vegetables in front of you her fingerprints don't line up on this Mm -hmm. right if they were to line up on it it was almost as if she was holding the knife behind her back as if she was trying to cut her own bindings Mm -hmm. and the when people are like well why was the knife in there at all because the police claim rebecca didn't you really use it unless she was assaulting herself with it and they were just like no the reason why there's blood on it is because adam used it to cut her down Okay, then why was there menstrual blood on it? Yeah, why was there say anything? No marks on her body that caught like there was. Where did that blood come from? None of Adam's DNA was on the knife. If Mm -hmm. he used that knife to cut her down, then his DNA would have been on it. But only Rebecca's fingerprints and DNA were were put on the knife. Also, um, it's important to know that Adam worked as a tugboat operator, which Mm -hmm. seems really inconsequential, until you realize that the knots that were used to tie her up with were um, aquatic knots. One of them was called a cleat hitch knot, which is used for like when you're docking in a boat. Mm -hmm. And then the other one was like a really complicated slip knot. Like normal people don't have this knowledge for these really complicated knots. And like, I'm telling you right now, looking at the bindings and the knots that were on her, it was like the only thing I've seen in comparison to that is similar to like, um, like shibari knot tying. Yeah. This very detailed, intricate, tight, like, the restraints on her wrist pulling them together, like it was individually wrapped like rope on each wrist, like probably seven or ten times, and then them together. It was so tight. Yeah. I cannot see how someone could have physically done that to themselves. It no. looked professional. And- The cops were even like, no, she could have wiggled out of it if she wanted to. And even in their dumb demo, that police woman like kind of just shittily wrapped up her hands and put them behind her back. Like the ropes were too tight, too tight, skin tight, binding, could not bend your wrist if you wanted to. Yeah. And also um, when the cops got there, the ropes had been cut off completely. 
Um, so Adam had told them the information. No, no, no. They were loose enough for her to slip out of them, mm-hmm. which is inconsistent with what the autopsy said, but exactly. he's never questioned on that. Yeah. Also, he was saying that um, Adam said that, no, she had a, a shirt in her mouth, like gagging her. Also, like, they wouldn't have really known this information without Adam telling them that because it was also inconsistent with the autopsy. And aut- autopsy information isn't going to lie, mm-hmm. but it's all completely dismissed. So she has these markings on her wrists and the medical, ex- they're like, no, it wasn't a murder because Adam said they were loose. Well, then why the fuck were they tight enough to, yeah. you know, yeah. leave marks on her postmortem? Yeah. Um, so like we said, it's all very sus, right? Everything's very sus. And also um, there was zero things in her toxicology screen. Yeah, zero. Nobody. I'm also going to make the argument that like if someone were to tie themselves up, sexually assault themselves, bind themselves, get right naked. A cryptic and, message yeah, on the door. With ne'er an allergy pill in their system. They're trying to make this argument that she did this all stone sober. Yeah. And um, in defense of that, because immediately Adam perpetuated to Jonah and then Jonah to Nina and then Nina to Dina, who the Mm -hmm. fuck ever, everyone, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Rebecca killed herself. She couldn't handle immediately. In a police interview, Adam was like, she couldn't handle what happened to to Max, so she killed herself. Yeah, and Max wasn't dead at this point. No, and they were like... Did she seem suicidal? And they're like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know, but you know, that's just what happened. And you're just like, in what, in what world? And also, um, Rebecca's family came out. We're like, she is extremely religious, mm-hmm. like the type of religion that's like suicide is a no, no, you know? Like, yes. They're like, she would never, she would never even consider. And she had been talking to her sisters about the situation. She didn't seem to have any remorse or guilt or outward upsetting, like any any sort of notion that she was suicidal. Right. And I just also want to say, Jonah, the boyfriend, um, was later quote, quoted on her suicide saying, she comes from a true Asian background and they just look at things like responsibility differently yeah so he was thinking that she honor killed herself yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that's not great yeah uh which racist a little bit just because you are of asian descent doesn't mean you're gonna honor kill yourself um and also like you said yeah she's very religious like Mm -hmm. you you in religion, there are some things that you can do that are unforgivable, and one of them is suicide. And yeah. there's no post-death rights. Like, you can't get that. Like, yeah. some things you can get, like, um, last rites, post-mortem from a priest, like a post-mortem blessing. They won't do that there. Yeah. Um, real fundamental people won't. Like, yeah. you can get, like, a regular fun person who will do it and make you feel better. Yeah. But inherently, they will believe that she's yeah. in hell. Yeah. And then also... Um, so then it's like, well, then what the who what the fuck happened with Max then? Yeah. Like, why would did she hurt Max? Did someone else hurt Max? And she realized she was taking the blame for it. Did the fam was like Jonah caught up in some weird bullshit, nefarious thing. So they took out his son and his girlfriend. Like, there's so many questions here. And they're both just dismissed as accidents. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's we can even play devil's avocado and say, Let's not even look at Adam, even though he's the only one there. Yeah. And let's say it's some third party. Mm -hmm. This guy that Jonah is rolling in that problematic money, pharmaceutical money. Yeah. Maybe made some bad deals somewhere. Mm -hmm. Someone's getting even. Yeah. Maybe they didn't even intend for Max to die. Yeah. But then they were like, oh, that's going south. Let's redirect the fucking attention. Let's get the girlfriend. Yeah. Who fucking knows? We'll never know. Maybe they were worried that she saw them do something. And so they were interrogating her, bound her, accidentally killed her, stage of suicide. We'll never know because they never investigated it. Right. Yeah. Maybe Max was taken out by some third party. And then Adam was like, I want to get even with her. We we don't know. You know, and it was like maybe a sexual assault went too far and it had nothing to even do 
you know, mm-hmm. with Max's death, but they investigate none of it. It's all been her family bringing up all yeah. this stuff and California police department, like their police are just like digging their heels in and they're like, no, we did the investigation. It's done. Yeah. But they didn't. They let a PR fucking firm direct the investigation. Literally. Literally. And it wasn't until um, the family, Rebecca's family moved her a $10 million civil lawsuit. Um, the lawsuit originally claiming that Nina, Dina and Adam were responsible for beating, gagging and binding Rebecca before throwing her off the balcony. The lawsuit would later drop Nina and Dina, the mom and twin sister, as their alibis checked out. There's proof of them at the hospital, etc. The civil trial was um, continuing on and only charging Adam in the beginning of February 2018. Yeah. Years later. Mm -hmm. Years. Before the case started, the Shaq and I family, so um, Jonah and Adam, offered $1 million to settle out of court, which... That's like, uh, I'm indifferent towards this because I can understand where they're coming from, even if we want to play the they're not guilty card. Yeah. They're just like, well, let's not hash this up again. Right. It's been almost like fucking, what, seven years? Mm-hmm. Let's like, he- just like, let's stop. Yeah. You know? Like, we experience loss too. Yeah. Like, let's all just get over it. You also, know? fuck you. If you're like a billionaire and you offer me a million dollars, I'd really peed in my mouth it would be less <laughs> offensive am i that's, right that's i feel that as well i get that damn i get that and then there's also the part of me that like that's sus that's sus they're trying to pay him off yeah, yeah because if you, if you were innocent, not guilty go let's do it yeah. let's go forever if you're a mediocre fucking white man with a ton of fucking money you're still gonna go to court and be like mm-hmm. no i'm gonna have my day in court and yep. i'm gonna defend this shit i'm yep. gonna get the best lawyer money yep. can buy i yeah. will bury you yeah yeah and i also want to say here that even during the trial like Rebecca's family was like fairly civil considering and they even like reached out and apologized to Nina and Dina for even putting them in the situation in the first place. And we're just like, we just want justice. We just want the truth. It's not about money. We just want to know. We want, we want to know what happened. And Adam is a fucking asshole. In every interview he could give, he is confrontational Mm -hmm. and rude and dismissive. And just like in the 911 call, not a, ounce of empathy just a heavy breathing piece of shit like they had all this pr to like show us how someone could tie themselves up they should have used the pr to teach him how to look like a human who cares seriously maybe yeah seemed like a waste of money there um so they did not settle out of court and the civil case continued on um again in this trial is where all of the details we kind of went over were brought up because there was no trial there the it was they couldn't bring this to a like regular court trial because that's where like the city and the police department yeah. go against you when they think there's a case. They immediately dismissed it. So that's why this had to go to civil. Mm-hmm. So all the information with the steak knife, the menstrual blood, the um, the injuries on top of the head, the beating of the head, the broken... Yeah. Um, what is this <laughs> neck throat? yeah like the the, the, the throat the, bones the throat bones. yeah the the throat injuries and breaks that are more consistent with strangulation than hanging all the the blood pooling on the back all this shit was brought up here in the civil trial and um in this civil trial they also brought that the handwriting on the door mm-hmm. was more consistent with adam's handwriting specifically the s's matching um and in a nine to three vote the jury found adam responsible for rebecca's death but because this was a civil trial the family was only awarded money for damages and adam would not serve a day in jail this is the same way that ron goldman's family got oj simpson yeah was oj simpson was like acquitted and they're like we'll take your ass to civil court then Mm -hmm. which they won because the state the the protocol and then like the standard of truth is much different in a civil trial. You can just get them with circumstantial evidence and like, yeah. And the, the court was like, yeah, enough evidence against Adam. It's adding the fuck up. Yeah. So they got him. And I'm so glad that they didn't settle, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, he can still plead this plausible deniability. He's like, yeah, but I'm still innocent. Yeah. According to the law. And what's unfortunate, which I think is honestly like a weird knife in the back is, December 2018, 
The Coronado Sheriff's Office reviews the case from the civil trial, says that there's no evidence to put Adam there, and decide not to reopen the case and publicly dismiss him again. And again, it's not that they're like, no, here's the evidence of why he didn't do it. They present, no, 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 no. This is she it's it's completely reasonable that she could have tied herself up. That's not for them to determine. That's for like a court to determine. Mm -hmm. They're supposed to present evidence and then the prosecution is supposed to be like, okay, let's take this to trial and then let's let a jury decide. Yeah, they aren't doing any of that. It's all that they're like, no, it's a suicide. So all this other stuff doesn't matter Mm -hmm. because it's a suicide. Yeah. They're not even listening. No, right. And it's uh, it's a huge miscarriage of justice. And they did the same fucking thing with Max. Yeah. They didn't look into that either. No, they said it's it an was. accident. Yeah. Accident. Um, and I that's that's like, unfortunately, it. There's no resolution here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, I mean, I don't, there's, there's no, no one really knows. No one really knows what happened to Max. Because that feels suspicious. Yeah. And RIP to her, but it also, with said with peace and love, feels a little suspect on Rebecca's part. Like, yeah. Like she knew something. Yeah. It's like what something happened on her watch. Yeah. So I agree to that. I think something happened there. And for a woman to be found naked, gagged, and bound at her ankles and hands behind her back off of a balcony and they claim that's a suicide what yeah it's like i don't buy it what the fuck Uh, like what i it's just and i know that in the beginning there was kind of public outcry um but this seems like one of those situations where money just let things slip away and slip under and Absolutely. disappear. Even Jonah even wrote to the um, district attorney, whose job it is to prosecute, not defend, period, point blank, was like, hey, can you just like present evidence that she did, Rebecca did kill herself? And the attorney was like, yeah, buddy, that's not his fucking job. Yeah. Like, Jonah was in so many people's pockets yeah. that... It's and nobody he nobody even was like, why does this guy have a PR firm coming in? Like, yeah, a lawyer coming there day of allowed to just walk through everything with no questions. Is well, weird. that reminds me of like what happened when um, they were bringing jurors to investigate OJ's house right before that his lawyer went in and staged the entire thing. Yeah. And then there was like the mysterious briefcase that fucking Kardashian had. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it was supposedly like a briefcase full of evidence yeah. that they grabbed and got out of there real quick. Yeah. It's just like, it's sus. All Rich sus. people play by a different set of rules. Yep. And I think this case is proof of that. And even sometimes the victims are your own son. Yep. It's just a casualty of war. And he's so tied in with the money and the image that, Yeah collateral damage yeah a thousand percent like we'll never like and we'll never know we'll never know ever truly and it sucks and it's sad um so yeah do you feel better i don't no yeah i don't feel good i don't feel good oh about they this. did go and get his puppy back after it went to the kennel so i it's, hope the dog had a good life at I least doubt it you Little know i'm gonna say i doubt it i'm it's, sure like one of the servants took mm-hmm. care of it the most yeah this is rough this is rough. Um, I don't like this case. Um, I just feel like when there's this blatant of miscarriage of justice, mm-hmm. it's upsetting. Um, and um, it should worry everyone, really, yeah. because it, it's just further proof that if you have enough money, you abide by different rules and laws and the way things happen to you are different than the rest of us. So. Yeah, because again... My mom passed away and they interviewed neighbors. They took my mom's phone. They took her body. They tried calling me to see if my dad had ever been violent with me. All of this stuff happened. And they're like, she died of an aneurysm, Mm -hmm. not a mark on her body, Mm -hmm. nothing. She had a Benadryl in her blood. That Mm -hmm. was the only thing in her blood. And it was still treated as if it could have been a murder. They did their due diligence. Yeah. Yeah. Like they wouldn't even give us the body for her funeral. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So we just had to have one yeah. with my dog's ashes. That's a little Easter egg Love for that. anyone who went there. Uh, they didn't, none of that. Yeah. They didn't even take the cell phones. Yeah. They yeah. kind of looked at them. Mm-hmm. And I'll even tell you, as someone who had to deal with a suicide, you're investigated. Yeah. I had multiple calls with police departments. Yeah. Asking me questions and interviewing me about the circumstances of this person. And I hadn't even been in contact with them. You were in a different fucking state. Yeah. I was in a different state. Hadn't been in contact with them for probably six months. And I was still interrogated and investigated. Yeah. And it was a clear suicide. And they still did that. Yeah. Because we're poor. Exactly. So there wasn't any money telling them not to. Right. Is what I'm trying to Very say. Very sus. So, yeah. And I mean, and truly, like, the public saw how horrific this was and the money still made it disappear. So that should really make everyone yeah. feel uncomfy. Um, if you want to see some of this stuff, they have, like, there's even a website where it shows, like, what how, like, the bodies would have had to have fallen mm-hmm. um, if they the deaths occurred the way that the police say that they did. So there's a lot of extra information on this case. Definitely look into it. We thought we did our due diligence until we realized, like, just before recording how much more there was to this. There, it, like, it, there's so many, like, it really is a game of Clue. And it's hard to find stuff because mm-hmm. when you first search it, it's like, did you also, like, I had a hard time just finding, like, the details. Yeah, because there's or, two versions of this yeah. case. Well, not only are there two deaths, suspicious deaths within like days of each other right Mm -hmm. within the same family i would say there are two cases there's the suicide case Mm -hmm. and then there is the murder case the civil case and i didn't even know anything about the menstrual blood free bleeding around the house until i was like well i'm gonna watch this dr phil clip real quick it Mm -hmm. wasn't mentioned in any of the other reading i stuff so there's details that are all over the place completely disjointed so yeah Man, take a look. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's and none of it's good. No. I'm gonna tell you that none of it is good. Um, yeah, and it's just like I don't know. Also, really unsettling the footage that you see from the the day that her I'm gonna call it a murder took place. Mm-hmm. Also, um, one of the I really feel like Max's death is completely glazed over and pushed to the side because yep. of what happened here. And I think that is wildly unfortunate. So, um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. Thanks for, <laughs> you know, we got such cute things like research cryptids uh, and then fucking dad. Yeah. Instagram dad. Thanks for the tip. Now I'm sad. I know. I mean, I do really enjoy this case because it's something that I uh, hadn't heard of before. Uh Um, I remember kind of hearing about it and then it went away. That PR money dog. Yeah. I mean, it didn't even hit me. That's how far away. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and I'd like to think I've got my nose to the ground sniffing sniffing this shit It was also kind of fun to go the true crime route a little bit. I know. We haven't done this in a hot fucking minute since I would say OJ. Um, Yeah. So that's very fun. Love that. Very cool. Also keep sending like recommendations because it is fun to... Otherwise, it's just Noelle sending me weird TikToks to send us both down <laughs> rabbit holes. Fuck you. Okay. Well, we, have to, <laughs> we have to fucking get out of here and we have to hype ourselves up and talk talk shop on Patreon. So see you guys there. Hail Bye. Satan.